Let's lace them up and get right into tea time. Tea time. Tea time. Pinky's out. Pinky's up, boys. Pinky's up. Let's go, Evan. What you got? Mm. Gonna start us off on a low note so we can build from here. Uh, this <laughs> uh, this past Easter on Sunday, my grandmother passed away, which I know we talked about, and me and Noah were were kind of going over it, and it was crazy. He, he was Noah was saying how it's crazy how God prepares you for the storm you're about to weather, and in the podcast I talked about how some of the hardest prayers are to say like God's will be done, and if it's God's will to take my grandma, then so be it. And, you know, that's what happened. And, you know, that was just God speaking into my life and preparing me before it happened. So uh, shout out to Noah, Pastor Noah on that. Stop it. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's what's been going on in my week. So I went home, got to see the family, came back here for school and PT, and I fly back home next Thursday for the funeral. Is that all that happened this week? Yeah, I could have swore you were talking about another trip you took. I don't, I'll, like, you... You, I don't know, you, uh, I could have <laughs> swore you were talking, you were telling us about another one that it felt like a long trip, and, uh, for some reason it, it just wasn't as long as or far as you thought it was. <laughs> Heard you got a lot of screams about it, though, so, so you, you want to talk about that one at all? I don't recall. But, let, me, uh, let me lay it out for you. Oh, uh, okay. What, what, uh, remind me what happened. La- last time I checked, you uh, fell down the stairs onto your bad knee. So I, <laughs> what happened there? What what caused you to fall down the stairs? Oh, oh, that trip. That trip. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's nasty. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, yesterday I was walking down the stairs. I live on the third floor of my apartment building. And uh, I was walking down the stairs. And I was scrolling through my phone, you know, how any average human does when they walk down, you know, three flights of stairs. And I missed the last step halfway down a flight, which caused me to tumble <laughs> down the rest of the flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and I landed, um, like, on my stomach, arms straight out in front of me, legs straight up behind me, just <laughs> screaming in pain. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and uh, some of the people in the other apartments came to check on me. Uh, I think I'm okay. No extra swelling, no extra pain. But um, yeah, I uh, I went bowling last night on said bad leg and smoked Bailey Bear and uh, almost smoked Noah John, but uh, I did not. So uh, yeah, that that's my little trip. Thank you very much, Bailey Bear. I'll say, don't get it twisted. You didn't you didn't win that second game, even though you weren't you weren't too banking it. It's fine, but I clutched up that second game, so it's all good. Can we can we talk about smoked? Smoked? Is that what we're saying on a thirty-point loss in the first game? Is that what smoked is now? I d- I don't know. The second game was the individual game. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, but I also carried the team in the first game. So I mean, like, I don't know. Game. I don't know what that's all about. But warm-up game? The I thought you game. need a warm-up game, Noah. I thought you always play better the first game. I'm rusty. I thought you always play better the first game. That's crazy. That's so crazy. It. You know, isn't it just funny how when we get distracted, God tells us that Stop we're gonna it, stumble. <laughs> Stop it. He did not just spin you falling down the stairs into a youth pastor segue. Isn't it just funny how when we're looking at what we think is important, God tells us to stop in our tracks. (laughs) Listen, I'll have you know, I'll have you know the post that I was reading 
was Pastor Micah Max Instagram post talking. Nah. God said, nah. focus on what's in front of you, bro. My phone was in front of my face. <laughs> the stairs were in front of my feet. I guess I gotta, I gotta be where my feet are. I, I was uh, me and Noah have been making this joke for the past like two weeks because he was telling me about this dude on TikTok that like spins everyday situations into a God message, and it just it's been cracking me up. So I felt I felt a little tug of my heart to go. Isn't it just funny? <laughs> I just think it's so funny how when when our phones are dying, we rush we rush to get it charged, but we really need the recharge. You know, you know what? <laughs> I heard you got stanky breath. Oh, bro. No. <laughs> no, I, heard, no. I heard your girlfriend said you got stanky breath. Evan's literally just trying to. She literally said that she didn't look my direction. She didn't say anything. Evan was just like, she was looking at you, bro. Pastor said if your partner got stank breath, she was looking at you. She was like, I literally wasn't even looking at him. No, nah, that's cap. She looked at you. You were in the back. I saw her. I Y'all looked over. Happened. No, I swear she looked Y'all back. Happened. I think it was 100% a joke. No. But she looked to see if she'd get a reaction out of you. I was like, wow. And then Evan called it out. I was like, Evan, you're really calling out relationship jokes right now? Like, where are you at right now? What is up with you right now? But no, she she looked... I, I like I said I think it was a joke I think she was just trying to get a reaction out of you but the pastor bro, went I'm gonna, I'm gonna start eating garlic whole and breathing in her face bro I'm telling you and then Noah later was out of pocket making jokes with her like they're about to go on a trip together and he went nah I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the camera out like oh here's my beauty oh no <laughs> like, bro out of pocket type jokes. Yeah, I know she was not. She was not vibing with you. She said, like, "You don't know me like that. Don't talk to me." That's, that's, <laughs> like, she I'm just like, said it to my face. To my I'm face, like, yo. That's not the first time she's done that though. She, bro. She said, she, now we're cool. She'll, she'll we're cool. tolerate for a minute, and then she'll be like, "No, nah, I don't know you like that. Like, don't, like, don't." You, you know what's even crazier? <laughs> she definitely did not look at you when she said that. I'm just a gas. Yeah, I'm I, a gaslighter. Yeah, bro. I know. She, she told me she, after. She what? She told me after she was like, I did not look. Yeah, at she you. did not. I was she like, I don't care. She she did bro. she did not. Look. I was I was staring daggers into her, seeing if she would look at <laughs> Noah, and she didn't. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start something here, and that was what happened. That's how I know that she's a real one, because I know that my breath be stinking sometimes. I'd be eating some foul food, loaded with onions, loaded with garlic, and she'd just be like, "That's that's crazy. That's I'll eat almost anything." I bro, I I know that. Anything? Anything. Bro. That ranch that hey, that ranch bro. last night. No, no, no. We're not gonna ranch no, last no, night. No, 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 no. We're not even gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on. Hey, we're, sh- gonna, we're gonna move shout on. Shout out shout out to neighborhood jam with the fire brunch bro. this morning. Mm. Two times in a row, bro. Two times in a row. I I, I wasn't a believer. I was not a believer. No, especially we had that first breakfast there and that boy was terrible. And then we went back the second time. No, nah, they're they're up there. That they're up there. Sucked. But we're gonna move into wavelength because I'm I'm really excited to play wavelength. Honestly, Evan was calling this game out, so I think he should like introduce what what it is. But bro, this one this was fun. Yeah, we were playing at breakfast. This game's fun. All right, so basically, uh, you can play with as many people as you want. I think it's I think the the good number is like four. Four people is a good number. Three is all right. I think four is perfect. But we'll make it work. So basically. Uh, I guess I can start us off, and I'm going to close my eyes, 
and Noah and Bailey are going to decide on a number. So my eyes are closed right now. Noah and Bailey are deciding on a number. I am going to cover my ears so that he can say to the podcast what the number is. It's going to be four. I was covering my ears and saying la-da-da-da-da. Okay, so you guys know what number they're thinking of. So my job is I have to give them both topics now. So uh, I have to guess the number, by the way, with the to- with the uh, the topic that I give them. They're going to give me something. So, for example, we did this one earlier. I'm going to do it again. Serials for, for okay. Noah and superheroes, Marvel superheroes. No, we're going to go DC superheroes. Okay. DC superheroes for Bailey. So I'm going to try and guess what number – they came up with with the item they gave me through the topic I gave them. So this will be a practice round, and we'll do like one or two rounds, and you guys will see how it goes. So uh, Noah, start us off. I'm gonna go honeycombs for my for my cereal pick. Oh, that's ah, man. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the challenging thing with this game is no one Bailey can't communicate after between their picks. So. For me, to give you guys my thoughts, I I like honeycombs. However, I understand that honeycombs overall is not a good cereal. So I'm thinking like four. That's that's where I'm, that's the four five ish is where I'm three four five range is where I'm thinking right now. So now now it's Bailey's turn. All right, I'll, I'll go Marvel. I'll go Marvel. I could definitely do Marvel. I'll do Marvel. That's fine. Um, Korg. Ew, bro. Korg. Korg was a nasty pick. Damn. Okay. I'm going to go three. You were close. It was four. It was four? Okay. Korg was so, so low. Dog. Yeah, Korg, 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 like a- Korg brought it down pretty pretty bad. You were right on the money. I said honeycombs. You said, you said four. I was like four. So that, that's 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 a quick round. Let's, let's go again. We're going to have Noah guess. And me and Bailey are going to decide. So Noah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the number is one. All right, <laughs> I yelled at Noah. I was like, "Hey, we're good." So, we've we've got our number. Give us our topics. All right, I'm gonna do. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. For Bailey, I'm gonna do uh, sneakers, and for Evan, I'm gonna do cars. Sneakers and cars. Who do you want? Who do you want to go first? <laughs> oh, this is perfect. This is perfect. Oh, it's perfect. It's so perfect, bro. It's so perfect, bro. You say Crocs. Crocs, man. Crocs. That's that's your that's your reference. That's your reference to go off of. That's your reference. Ew. Here you go, Evan. I already laid down everything. <laughs> that's nasty. I. I can't allow this blatant disrespect <laughs> on the Crocs. Part of me wants to just give a wrong car here just so that the Crocs aren't slandered as bad as they just were. I'm already guessing like one to three. This, that's, this, that's, is, that's my guess this is tragic, but you know what? Do I behave and do I do I go with the game? Hey, the, the choice is yours. I think I'm guessing off of Crocs exclusively right now, so no matter what you give... Uh, for Taurus. Ew, bro. Ew. It's a two. Nah. Was it a one? It's a one. Dang. I was going to go with like a Volkswagen buggy, but I don't know. I think it would have been higher than a Taurus. <laughs> I don't think it would have been higher than a Taurus. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't even know. You know, you, you should have said a PT Cruiser. Bro, if you said a PT Cruiser, I would have said one. I just a beater, just a lemon, tomato, just a lemon. I was kind of scared when you were like, I have the perfect thing. It was either Crocs or you're going to make fun of my shark slides. 96 Civic <laughs> with 300,000 miles. I literally was like, either, when you started going off, I was like, either he's going to come after your Crocs or he's coming after my shark slides. And if right. he comes after my shark slides, I'm going to have to get up. No, when you said sneaker, I was like, I got to make All right. Wait, you need it. I, I'm gonna cover. Here you go. So, Bailey Bailey Bear over there. That's that's his new name, Bailey Bears. Let's go. Uh, okay, we're gonna go with the number five. All right, Bailey Bears back. So we've got our number, and you let us know what the topics are. All right, for Noah, I'm gonna go rap artists, and for okay. Evan, I'm gonna go. Oh, absolutely not. I'm going to go Nickelodeon cartoons. This one's a little bit of a hard one. I have to think a little bit. So you you go first because I got to think a little bit. Nickelodeon cartoons. Okay. For this number, I'm going to go. Is this now? Let me ask a clarifying question. Is this including children's cartoons like 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 Nickelodeon, like Nick Jr.? So, so I don't know if you guys can hear Bailey. He said if, if if it's from when he was a kid. So I'm going to go ahead and assume we're from the same era because you're like a year older than me. Yeah. So <sighs> mm. this is a tough one. Yeah, this is kind of. This is a really tough one for that. For that. I may have to like. It's crazy because I know what I would pick for you and I have no idea what I'd pick for myself. Right. I'm trying to. I know what I'd pick for you. Can we swap topics? I may have to just throw one out there and then let you rebuttal it. I can go first if you need more time to do that. Yeah, you go first. And Elite Chopper. I'm already thinking three or four. Because that boy, he, he's on the rise. But quality, he's not there yet. But... That boy has a hard beat, no matter what song he is. So I'm already, I'm already thinking three or four, and Noah already knows how I feel about him. So I'm, I'm thinking like three or four. I've got one in mind, but I think it's a little higher. Oh, you know what? Okay, I got it. Wonder Pets. Okay. That's, Wonder. That's, Wonder Pets. That's that's solid. That's not as. Okay, that's not as high as I thought you were gonna go. I thought that you were gonna like. Completely throw everything off. The phone. The, the phone, phone is ringing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody answer the phone. <laughs> There's an animal in trouble. There's an animal in trouble. <laughs> um, I have to go. Oh, man, Wonder Pets was so solid. I gotta go five. It was five. Yes, Let's go, bro. Let's go. Let's go. See, I was going to go Backyardigans, but that's an elite show. No, that's too good. It's yeah, an elite. Good. I was going to say Backyardigans. That's like, that's like a nine. And I was like three. Uh, he he would have met in the middle like a seven. And that was too yeah. high. And then I thought about I was like, well, I could go Rugrats growing up. But Rugrats was such an elite show as itself. 
Rugrats was an elite show itself, so I couldn't do that. So I was trying to think of like some mid-tier cartoons. See, I couldn't think if of. If I any. was going right under the money, going for five, I would have said Fanboy and Chum Chum. <laughs> oh, no, that's lower than a five. That's like, oh, maybe that's five. That's five. I didn't remember that. Honestly, yeah, I, I didn't watch it. It was, yeah, that I would have immediately went that because that's like, I feel like that's right on five. And I thought Emily Chopper was a good five one because, like you said, quality is like, quality's not there. But beat, rhythm, like all that stuff, I feel like it pushes him up to Oh, like it's definitely five-ish. solid. I'm just thinking like all his discography, everything past like, three years ago is questionable yeah. and then everything current is like money except he had one that was like sus like real sus but i mean other than that other than that what was the artist you were gonna say of it because you said you had the perfect one for that topic like on, on the grand scheme of things like if, if we're if we're like thinking like all-time rappers right like andy minio's a five andy minio's a five in, in comparison to rap as like, a like entire job person like kendrick He's a five. In comparison to rap as an entire In comparison genre. to Kanye? Now, if we're talking about Christian rap, I'll, I'll boost him up. A we're talking about rap. But if we're talking about rap in general. He's a five. Maybe a six. <laughs> he's a five. But, like, he's not selling out arenas. He's not going, like, triple platinum. What was the thing you just told me? Okay, his first album, he topped iTunes for, like, a week, and that was it. As a Christian rapper? Okay, that was, like, ten years ago. <laughs> so, where, where would you rank, uh... Okay, NF. so where would you Pray rank NF. NF among Christian rap, okay. and then where would you rank it, NF in so, general rap? So I think I think Lecrae is is number one. I think I think NF will take it from him. I think NF very. So are we soon, talking about? Hold on, hold on. Hold just Christian okay, rap. We gotta pump the brakes. Just Christian rap. Are we talking about the the quality of Christian rap? Are we talking about quality, popularity, all this stuff? Everything put together. Okay. I okay. think I've got Lecrae at one. For legacy purposes, and okay. I think I think NF will very with how his new album with Hope, I think he's going to very after his soon. Tour is done, he's yeah, I think he will. I think he will overtake Lecrae in that spot. Now, who do I think is better? They're different styles. NF is like better. NF, and yeah, I was going to say NF is better. He's his like, he's a lyricist. It's crazy. His lyrics are his, crazy. Uh oh, Bailey. I, what? His imagery is insane as well. If we're, if we're being real, though, I don't even – and this is just uh, – I think I'm biased. And he's a much smaller artist, but uh, KB or No Big Deal, don't, bro. Whoa, bro. Whoa. I like both of them more than so NF and – In my, in my opinion – no, in my – because I think you have a point. In my opinion, I think top five Christian rap artists go Lecrae, NF, Andy, KB, No Big Deal. Right now, Mike, no, because bro, no, you were over there speaking crazy. No, NF's last three albums no, that, were and crazy. I, and I, I left somebody off the list that I have a problem with. I left somebody off the list, so you have a problem. If you say like Toby Mac, I'm gonna be sick. I'm gonna say Toby Mac. Are you serious right now? Bro, bro, Toby Mac took. Toby Mac. Bro, Toby Mac to Christian music is Kid Rock to regular music. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Yes. That that feels that feels disgusting. No, like don't that no, bro. He just he did so many different things. He was not a rapper. He was he definitely started, he trying to be. It doesn't make him good. It does not make his rap albums I, good. I still think okay, so it's just my personal preference because like I I I rock with NF. I really I rock with him now. But his previous stuff is like 
a little shaky because it's just we we know what old NF was. I think that he's growing into an, more of a like he I don't want to call it a sad rapper because he he didn't only do sad rap, but his he was known for sad rap. And now he's kind of like he's generalizing. He's becoming more of a general rapper rather than just a sad rapper whereas like as far as glorifying God and like talking about that stuff like I give Lecrae's roses, but I think that Lecrae's corny. No disrespect to Lecrae. I respect what he does. And, I mean, he's a heck of an artist. I just think that he's a little corny. And, That's why I and, put KB at four. And I think he's just corny. Yeah, and sometimes. KB's a little corny as well. But, bro, no big deal. That way. That no big deal's wild. But that's why. That boy's I, talented. I winced a little bit when you guys said, like, NF's a lyricist. Because he doesn't, he doesn't spit bars. He doesn't. He knows how to he knows how to build his verses, but they're not bar heavy. Lecrae's verses are bar heavy. They have double meanings. They have triple meanings. And no cares about the double entendre. What are you talking? That's what a bar is. You know who? You know who's number one for me? Toby. This boy's crazy. Oh, well, Toby. Uh, Inway. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, that boy's yes. nasty. I don't know if I label him a Christian artist, but I I do think because to true. me he's like Chance. Yeah. Well, I've only heard him like, I I know that his his features, some of them will curse, but I've only heard him say the n word. I've never heard him curse. He as far he as cursed as a few times in a okay. few of his albums. Okay, but I just think but I he's a lot like a chance. Bro, I rock with him heavy. Rapper. I rock with him heavy. He is good. He's really good. I just think so. Like, the only thing that I would say, and like we can move on from here, but putting andy minio five is crazy even in the grand scheme of things because there are so many rappers that are just putting out music that should stop like there are so many and uh i think for him to be as good as he is in christian rap and being limited the way that he is and talking about the things that he does like i think if he had the whole like everything to talk about he'd be so much further than a lot of rappers out there and do i think he compares to kendrick no do I think he compares to M? No. But or Kanye? No. But at the same time, like Big Sean doesn't compare to Kendrick. Valid. But he's well, that's still like, a top so, rapper up there. So like for for like a baseline, where do you rank Kendrick out of ten in rap? All time? Yeah. Well, I'm not like, saying like, like, like on a one, like on a one, one to ten. Three, four. I'm saying like, like on a one to ten ratio. On a one to ten, what like do you rate him? Ten is like a goat, and one is like your trash, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, Kendrick. Ten. Kendrick. Kendrick. Okay, Kendrick we're, is we're no lower. We're in consensus on ten. Yeah, it's no lower so, than nine. So if you had to rank like NF scale of one to ten on that right same now? scale, so right Kendrick now? to let's say Blueface is number one. Where are you ranking nah, him? Blueface is like a three. <laughs> Who would you say is a number like a one? Some random kid on on high Ice school. Spice? Is, some random kid. Yes. Yes. Some random kid in high school. All right. In SoundCloud. So from Ice Spice to Kendrick, what are you rating NF? Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel. I feel like. I feel like eight's. It's kind of high, but the way he's trending and how how his albums have just gone up and up and up, I think eight eight's very good. And when he was when he was getting popular with his first, like, I think it was his Perception tour, mm-hmm. everyone was doing these reaction videos and like comparing him to Eminem because they were the two white rappers. Man, and he was. Dumb. And he was now. Now I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how accurate it is, but but they were. But they were. NF was winning the rap battles on every channel I saw. I know they were comparing like t- you know it's only two songs or whatever, but like. Every channel I saw was having giving NF flowers. Um, now I'm not the cool thing to do. I'm right. I'm not saying by any means that NF is better than Eminem because he's not. Eminem, I think, is a ten. We can all agree. Noah. 
I I don't think that I like Eminem for the like. I will say that I'm not a I'm not a big Eminem fan, and I've tried to listen to his discography. I've given him chance after chance, but I give him roses. So like if I Ten. had to if I had to rank uh, top top like rap artists, like Eminem's probably like four or five for me. So and he's that, he's in the ten tier. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's and all I, I need I, to hear. I just think that uh, I'm definitely biased just because I can't I can't listen to him. I can't. I've tried over and over again, and there's some songs that I can get down with, but it's usually like his sadder stuff, like Stan and Spacebound. Like I can't, I can't vibe with like anything on Kamikaze. I can't. Yeah, that was that was a miss album. Um, let me ask. Whoa, <laughs> that that I did not like that album. <laughs> Here's what I will say: there's like three good songs in there. Um, where's Lecrae on that list for you? One to ten. He's probably like a six, six and a half. Okay, now where's Andy Minio? <laughs> So I'm I'm biased to Andy Minio too. So I I respect what Andy Minio does, but I just don't like him. So that's why he's like he's probably like a five or a five and a half for me. But that's just because me personally, I don't I don't really care for his music. That's crazy because me I'm putting Lecrae at like seven seven and a half because he has songs that play in bars and like Church Clap plays across the country. I mean I agree with at that. every level. So the reason why he's a seven for me is that he's not. Church clap has been his peak, and well, coming in hot is the same thing because coming in hot plays across the country, at every level, and that's Andy Minio and Lecrae. But 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 the the thing is that we're comparing them to like, as a as a rap genre, it's so widespread that like that's why he's like a seven seven and a half is because like he doesn't compare to Kendrick, he doesn't compare to Lil Wayne, he doesn't compare to Drake, he doesn't compare to. Let me think of someone that's not as up there. He doesn't compare to, huh? Get out of here, bro. Um, he doesn't compare to Lil Baby for me, and Lil Baby's relatively new. That's crazy because I think he's better than Lil Baby. I think that he's under Lil Baby as far as popularity, image, uh, content. I think that Lil Baby gets a lot of hate because he he's not like a – if you're not listening close, you can't hear what he's saying. But at the same time, like he talks about a lot of real stuff. He does. I just think for me that like, I I would put Lecrae over Lil Baby because Lecrae is not boxed in to one style to one thing. He switches everything he does on every other song, and I think that's like it speaks volumes to the like type of artist you are because like you'll never hear Kendrick sound the same on multiple songs. But part of it's also like popularity and how an image because like if we're talking about versatility, then like. Kevin Gates would be like a nine and a half. Oh, well, you're right. But I think that like you have to take that into account because I think if Lecrae, Andy Minio, NF, all these artists that are Christian weren't boxed in the way they are with like their beliefs and what they hold themselves to, that I think they could do all the things that Lil Baby, Kevin Gates, I think a lot of those artists, uh, Drake even, I think Lecrae could do some that Drake could do because I think they're not boxed in. They could talk about anything and they could, pers- they can like, convey themselves in any way they want instead of just like honoring and stay honoring to like one thing the same way that like kevin gates boxes himself in sometimes with yeah. some of the things that he does i kind of want to hear just because i'm going to i'm going to kind of roll into the next topic but i want to hear what evan has to say before i do that i think i agree but i just mostly with bailey with the exception of nf i think now is reaching a broader audience because i don't he's doing a good job of I don't want to say leaving that box, but expanding his box to, you know, other situations that do involve Christ, but also touch other people's situations in life. 
and I feel like he's always done a good job, but like Noah said earlier, he was kind of a sad rapper with it. Now he's more upbeat with it, so it's not as depressed rap, yeah. sad boy stuff. It's now like, okay, I can bop to this in the car type deal. Yeah. Um, and he's reaching, you know, I know a lot of secular people who know NF's name. Like, if I went to a random person who wasn't in the church, they'd have no idea who Andy well, I think is. I think also that NF is more of a, and y'all can give me hate for it, but Pop I think, rapper. I, I think, no, no, no. I think he's an artist that happens to be Christian because he doesn't rap about faith specifically. I feel like that's... He identifies as that. So he he purposely didn't sign on with the Christian label because he didn't want to be a Christian rapper. Yeah, he wanted no, to be a rapper that, that was that happened to be Christian. Yeah. And it's very similar. It's not the same thing because he doesn't curse or anything or he doesn't uh he doesn't involve himself a lot with like mainstream rappers or anything like Chance does, but he still doesn't classify himself as like a Christian rapper because once you classify yourself as a Christian rapper, like you rap with the intent to glorify God. That's the that's the point of the music, and it's not saying that NF doesn't do that, but that is not the the focus of his music. The focus of his music is what he's gone through, which is fine. And actually, like I said, it rolls right into what I wanted to talk about about um, like actually breaking down secular music because secular music isn't just like sex, money, and drugs. Like no, secular music can be this is my past secular music can be this is what i want my future to look like but we cl- we we put secular music in this bubble and say like lil wayne drake lil baby blah 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 that's secular music you shouldn't listen to it especially Te- as christian technically disney channel music is secular music yeah, and exactly. pop music is is secular music but when we talk about secular music everybody want, wants to think about you know sex drugs and alcohol and murder and swearing and when in reality, that's that's just a, a small percentage of it. When everything else out there that's not gospel or Christian music is considered secular, like Baby Shark is secular, and it's it's not like it's bad that your kids are singing Baby Shark. No, it's just you have to realize that secular music is not just Drake and his last album. Like no, secular music is the Disney songs that you have your kids listening to. Secular music is. Lil Wayne, Drake, secular music is uh, country music, rock music, metal music. If it doesn't have the intent to glorify God, that's secular music. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, too, because we were talking about Lecrae and how he's, like, one of the top Christian artists, but, like, a lot of churches classify him as a secular artist because of the fact that, like, he said that he was going to try and branch away from the stereotypical Christian music, and people think he branched away from it in a way that makes him a secular person. When, like... It, it's just annoying that it sometimes feel like if you're a Christian, you're almost like made to be judgmental. And like, that's not the way Christians are supposed to be, but it's, it's something we've talked about numerous times on the like podcast. And it's just something that it's all, it's a trend and it's a stereotype and it, it proves to be right. So often. Did you see that um, Chandler Moore was talking about how uh, Maverick city is going to start doing more secular music uh, in terms of like, music about love and music about relationship and stuff like that he got a lot of hate on that i think it was like an instagram yeah. live or a tiktok live he he was it with his wife or with somebody else in the car i think it was with or uh, like another person i don't know exactly in, what it was. i think City. it was with naomi reigns it's Ye- one of the maybe one of the girls that right that sings whoever was with them a, it was just a girl yeah, yeah. it was it was a girl in the passenger seat with him they were just driving and they were talking about how maverick city like they weren't exactly win but they wanted to branch and see what else they could do not not move away from what they're doing 
but expand yeah. to what they're doing. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. And I think that's that's super okay. And I know a lot of people get really, really pressed over it. But when you're doing so well as you are, you're thinking, how many more lives can I reach Yeah. if I do this? Because if my top 10 songs are Christian songs and just straight worship, right? Bangers. And I put out, you know, these five love pop songs, right? Or whatever. And I don't know if that's exactly the, the path they want to go. But you're going to hear like, oh, wow, I really love this Maverick City song. What else do they have? And boom, you're not hit with this worship playlist that's absolutely going to bring you to your knees. You're like, wow. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I think it's, oh, man, it's cool to think about. But it's it's also disgusting to see the reaction. Like, the reaction from the Christian community has been so, like, like the devil is a lie type energy of like if that ain't the devil because of this Christian artist taking their talents away from the church. Like I told you, we we talk about it all the time, but the, the church likes to hoard the, the spiritual gifts and be like, oh, you're a good teacher, then come teach in our church. Oh, you're a good singer, then be on our worship team. Oh, you're a good communicator, okay, then greet for our church. Instead of being like, there's so many more people to reach outside of the church. So, like, Maverick City um, wanting to branch out. Like you said, like, discographies, if you're if you're listening to someone's song and you have that, like, radio playing, it'll just play other things out of that discography. And if they're, like, if they put out a love song that people love, it charts, and then the next song is, like, I don't know, He Won't or Build, build Your Church and people realize how, like, how meaningful that is, I think that that's so impactful. But, like I said, the the, the Christian community has just, like, they received that news and they were just like, man, the devil got them. Like, man, the, the media got them. It's, it's gross. I don't, I don't like it. No, I agree. I think it's disgusting how hypocritical we can just be as humans. I mean, not even just as Christians, but just as humans. Yeah. And I feel like it's really what it comes down to is that like, you're really letting your humanity show whenever you Ooh. do things like that in like, <laughs> Uh, so me and Noah made like the playlist that we play for our young adults uh, ministry that we like serve at. And so often we catch flack for some of the songs on there, not because they are dishonoring to God or not because they're this or that, but because they sound a certain type of way or some yeah. of the artists that are on it. But like there's Eminem on this track or on this playlist. But it's a song by Eminem on the DJ Khaled play on the DJ Khaled album that he's talking about his faith as a Christian. He's talking about the way that he leans on God in situations, and people don't listen for that. They listen that it's Eminem and what he's done in his past, like he can't turn or he can't believe in certain ways, even though he's done wrong. Or Kanye, the way that he g gets flack whenever he's played in uh, churches when it's Donda. It's a gospel. It won Gospel Album of the Year. But Christians won't look at it the same because, or play it in church a lot of the time because it's Kanye. Look at what he's saying right now. Look at what he did. Well, at the same time, like, he's talking about glorifying God. Like, how is that? How are you perceiving this in any sort of way and trying to have an interpretation on it instead of just taking it for what it is and how it's trying to push you t more toward God? Like, that's crazy to me. And I think that people get so focused on how to interpret things in their own way that they really stop listening for like where their conviction is with things. I think as Christians, we, I love to say we, because I, 
I think that I fall into it sometimes. So we like to to look at evangelism in our acceptable box, and we say like, "You should be doing it this way." So like, for example, with Mike Todd, I, I don't know if you guys have saw like Mike Todd's Easter uh, play. I'm and all that. so happy you brought it up. All Keep right. going, man. It ransom. So it it had me. It had so much mixed feelings for me. Like it was it was stirring something in me because like part of me was like what I was listening to about people talking about it was like I could see what they're saying, but part of me was also like. How many people are going to watch that and be like, this is church. Maybe it's changed. Maybe I should walk in there. And then I watched someone break it down. And I realized that everyone everyone was giving them so much hate for doing the cover songs for like uh, secular music. But the context of it was hell. So like hell was where they were doing parodies of like secular music and drawing people in and those demons and stuff. And uh, and people are like scared of that, like that demonic side of Christianity, but it's very real. So like, that's what Mike Todd, he, he was talking about it. He was uh, like in preparation for this play. He was talking about how he didn't want it to be like regular Easter plays. He didn't want it to be like this thing of like, Oh wow. Like Jesus rose. Y'all. No, he wanted it to be real. He wanted people to connect with it and say like, Oh dang, that was, that was crazy. And then the whole part about, like, the the girls saying, like, he got to be a baddie. He got to have a fatty. I was like, I was like, all right, that, that throws me back a little bit. And then I realized that they're supposed to be demons. And they're, they're supposed to represent where the world wants you to care about these things. Whereas the church cares about your faith. The church cares about your progression. So I thought it was really cool once I actually did my research. Yeah, I... I was. I actually assumed you'd ring it up, so I did research on my own. I, it took me forever to find the full ransom play. It's not on YouTube. It's like it's not on TikTok. Like I had, I had to go on Facebook and find it. Um, but it's interesting. There are some things that I, that I really think they could have done better. Like they have, a, they have a woman on the cross. Yeah, I, that, I didn't, I did not like that. That part. that was something that I wasn't a fan of, and, and I, I think they could have been. Try, I don't know if they were attempting to portray like eve in the garden but why would there be a cross in the garden they and I, that was the only thing that i could even in a remote you know within a football field distance of what this could possibly be is is that they had satan there um and and that but you know that was so far out but i was like I, I don't even fathom why they would have woman a woman on the cross but um i do like the points that you pointed out i do agree with that and one thing that i wanted to touch on because you brought it up i wasn't going to bring it up but you brought it up was mike todd has never taught an easter sermon he's never preached an easter message and he said it in his in his sermon on easter sunday um he's like this year i'm not gonna start and i i think um i'll say kudos to him for being brave like like good for you for being brave and sticking to your guns and 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 sticking with the belief that you have and the vision for your church um but as christians you know easter sunday is a super bowl of church that's resurrection sunday that's when you preach the resurrection message yeah i don't think there's ever an exception to not preaching that on easter sunday that's the one day where you get to just talk about jesus's resurrection like that's the day for it like we talk about jesus's birth on christmas why do we not talk about jesus's resurrection on easter sunday right so i don't know i think that was a little a little off I think there's a lot of controversy going on with with Mike Todd on social media right now, and no one wants to do their due diligence to see both sides of it. Yeah, because there, you know, there's 
controversy with Stephen Furtick. There's controversy with all of these pastors who are on social media who have a million followers on Instagram and, and these sponsorships and these you know churches that, that broadcast everywhere, right? There's, both, there's two sides to the story. I'd encourage everyone to go do the research before that. I want to cycle back to what we were talking about with Christian artists real quick and respond and say uh, with like the whole how Kanye got all this this backlash for like when he went down yeah. to came out and stuff. We as Christians view celebrities in such a poor manner that we I think we forget that they can have testimonies as well. Yeah. And Ooh, that, that was good. And yeah. that like we're we watched Justin Bieber become a Christian. We watched Kanye give his life to Christ. Like we, we just watched uh, Black China give her life to Christ. Right, and we're 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 sitting here and we're criticizing. Oh, he doesn't mean it. Look what he's done in the past. And like, who are who are we to judge? Like, just because I grew up in a Christian household doesn't mean I'm not friends with no one Bailey who didn't grow up in Christian households. You, did you grow up in Christian households? Right. No. So no one Bailey didn't grow up in Christian households, and I'm not sitting here judging them on their pasts. Why? Who am I to judge Kanye and his past? All I should be worried about is or yeah. having having just gained someone else in their kingdom, yeah. like that. That's that's what I'm thinking of. And now we all sin, and celebrity sin isn't worse than ours, but it's in the spotlight, so yeah. we see it more. That doesn't mean they're not as good of a Christian. They fall just as much as we do. It's just we see every single one of their failures, and the rest of the church doesn't see ours. Yeah. So we need to give perspective on how we are, we're judging people because we don't see him hit his knees every night and pray and say, God, man, I'm struggling with this. We don't see that. So who are we to judge on that? Yeah. And it's the same thing with, with all the secular artists out there. We need to you know, be slow to judge. Yeah, I think it's – man, that was so good. <laughs> I, I'm a little taken back because I, I had something to say and I was uh, I was processing what you were saying at the same time. I'm like, it's so good because, like you said, we're so easy. Like it's so easy for us to hide it, and it's so easy for us to be like, man, that's wrong, and then have our own sin, or know other people's sin, and be like, that sin's acceptable. However, what Kanye's doing, or what Black China has done, or what uh, Justin Bieber has done, like they're not deserving. But we're not deserving either. We were never deserving of salvation, but yet we have it. So why do we, why do we quote unquote deserve it and they don't? The reality is none of us deserve it. It's given to us because Jesus died on the cross for us. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with both of you. I think, and it's so funny because this whole conversation we've been having, it kind of just ties me back to something Noah said at breakfast this morning, which was uh, like not just secular music, but like, do you want to talk about yeah, yeah, what you're so, saying again? Yeah. So we, we classify secular as just like music. We always focus on secular music. Why are you listening to Drake? Why are you listening to Eminem? Why are you listening to Tupac, Biggie, the, the whole nine yards, but we don't talk about the secular art of Anything that doesn't glorify God, God is secular. So, like, the movie that you watch is secular. And it's like, oh, well, I get it. It has violence. It has sex in it, whatever. Uh, I probably shouldn't be watching that. Like, no, like, Mulan is secular. Mulan does not talk about glorifying God. However, you'll watch that a thousand times because that's your favorite Disney movie. Yay, yay, yay. Like, no, that's secular. Like, it doesn't glorify God. We're Don't stepping on it. toes. Keep, you're stepping on toes right now. But keep that same keep that same energy. Like if if you're gonna get upset with me because I I don't endorse the artists and what they're saying, but I say I listen to Drake, I listen to 
M. I listen to Kendrick. I listen to J. Cole. Whatever it is, that's secular music. Okay, so if you're going to hold me to that standard, quote-unquote, then I better not see you watching a Marvel movie when it comes out. Like, I better not see it. Or if you're watching Disney movies, nope. You're watching The Notebook with your girlfriend, don't care. Secular doesn't glorify God. Like, it's secular is way bigger than just music. Secular is bigger than movies. Secular is everywhere. The art that you have on your wall, the sports team that you worship, the celebrities that you have all over your social media feed, for the most part, are all secular. But that's okay for you. Instead, instead you you won't take out the log in your own eye. You'll look at the speck of me listening to rap music. Yeah, I think I think you you nailed it. He was in his bag right there, real quick. So, in his bag. I'm sweating. Um, no, I think I think it's I think there is a double standard like we don't blink an eye when someone's like oh yeah you know you know i like horror movies or you know i just watched the new slasher last night like it was it was really good and i i recommend it but you know when someone says i listen to kendrick's new album or you know whoever is like oh well that's not very christ-like of you and it's like okay karen thanks okay when, karen. When, when did i when did i ask <laughs> when, when, when did i ask but uh you know i i think it's Oh, before I keep going, I want to let Bailey respond because he hasn't talked a little bit. No, I think I think you're. <laughs> I was sitting here like a third base coach with somebody rounding the bases. Like I was like, just keep it going. All right, take it home because yeah, like he was egging me on. No, nah, you were you were killing it. Uh, I think like you, there's so many things that you could just like sit there and call out. Uh, oh man, what is uh. That show that we were just talking about the other day about how we both had a girl get us into it. Married at First Sight. Oh, yeah. Or uh, Love is Blind. Or, like, all these reality TV shows. Uh, yeah, 90 Day Fiance, Jersey Shore. Like, all these, all these pastimes that you have, it's secular. You yeah. sitting there on whatever app, it's secular. You, 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 put, you going out and playing, bat, playing pickup is secular, dog. Like, 100%. Are you, are you glorifying God in that moment, or are you just playing basketball? And it's not to say that doing things that are secular is wrong you should have your leisure points where you're like i enjoy this for me that's that's part of life however like a you need to have moderation and discernment and know what it's doing to you so if i'm watching movies with sex in it and i know i struggle with that maybe i shouldn't be watching that maybe that's my conviction however i'm not going to get on anyone else if they don't have that conviction and they decide to watch those movies Shoot, if if superhero movies make me feel greedy, then not, I'm not going to watch no superhero movies. But I'm not going to be like, Bailey, you don't watch no superhero movies either because it's my conviction. No, it's your conviction. But we have to realize that secular does not always mean bad. Me watching, my favorite Disney movie is Brother Bear. Me watching Brother Bear and loving that movie is not a crime, is not a sin. No, and like I completely agree. You turning it into idolization, that's where it becomes bad. Exactly. But people don't look at it that way. And I know, <laughs> I know a few Christians that about a contact now with that will uh, disagree with you. But we're not going to talk about them. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, sip tea. that tea. Sip that tea. Um, tea is hot. No, I think I hate the saying perception is reality. And Noah says it all the time. I hate it. I hate it so much because I, I say it because it's it's so truthful in the world that we live. In. It's however it's I don't true it. in a worldly yeah, manner. Yeah, 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 but yeah. the thing is, I could care less about your perception. Valid. You should care less about everyone else's perception because who whose perception really matters? Is it is it is it Evans? 
Is it your? Is it mine? Like, it doesn't matter. Nobody, nobody cares. And honestly, you should sit there and think that unless God is putting on your heart to talk to other people, other people don't care about what you think. Like, stop sitting there. <laughs> I almost said mansplaining, but you're just over explaining everything no, to funny. people that are like just not here to hear it because it, it, it's not it doesn't it's not up to you to convict people it's it, not up to you to sit there and preach the gospel to people that don't need it at that time like it's not your job so stop acting like you're god like stop acting like you're gonna speak truth into somebody's heart and it's gonna bring them to jesus today because unless if god told you that that's what's gonna happen it's not and unless god actually brings them when they like you do speak words it had nothing to do with you yeah it's it reminds me of this time that uh this pastor was talking to me after service and we're we're just chopping it up and he was like uh He's like, half these kids are going to, you know, hop in their car and immediately turn on rap music and um, we're going to make no change. And I was like, what do you mean no change? And he was like, well, they're hopping their music and they're listening to secular music. They're not changing their lifestyle. I was like, I'm going to be real with you. I hop in my car and I listen to secular music the moment I hop out of church. It's not a thing of like, I'm not following like the practices and stuff like that. It's just rap music is what I enjoy. And it's not that I worship those people or they change what I believe in. I, I've listened to rap music almost my entire life, and I haven't cursed since the sixth grade. However, you're talking to me about, like, how secular music can change your viewpoints and stuff, but you worship a football team or you worship a celebrity or you worship a pastor. Like, no, my my worship is to God. However, I enjoy what I enjoy. Mm, seeing these in this bag, I got I got quite a bit to unpack here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I don't have anything to respond to what Noah said, so I'm gonna go back to what Bailey said, and I have two things there. And the first one I want to respond to is like you talked about, like like it's who are you to go preach into some, truth into someone's heart, right? And one thing that I have, and I'm gonna branch a little bit, and then I'll bring it back, um, is with my girlfriend when we get to a point where uh, one of us wants to vent or one of us has an issue, or maybe it's even, you know, an argument per se. I like to call arguments intense fellowship. (laughs) (laughs) Opportunities for growth. (laughs) Opportunity. That's crazy. (laughs) Opportunities for growth. Um, But um, what we'll ask, and she, she actually brought this to me. She's like, um, I'm sorry. Like I, I shouldn't be preaching to you right now. It's, do you want me to just listen and, you know, reassure you? And, and, you know, it started out because she was, like, trying to speak, you know, truth into me. And it's not that it was wrong. It was just the wrong time. Yeah. And it was not what I needed to hear. And it was, I don't want to say making me turn away from God, but, it like, it, that's not what I needed to hear in that moment. That's not what I wanted to hear in that moment. And I was upset. And sometimes you just need to love on that person. And that goes for any situation in life. Sometimes a, a coffee cup scripture verse is not what this person needs to hear. It's just a hug. It's just an open ear and an open arm. Um, so that that's the first thing is like, I think you hit it on the head. Like, who are you to, to speak on someone's conviction? Or, or if your conviction is to, to speak truth in someone's life, maybe you should pump the brakes in that a little bit because maybe their, their heart isn't as open to it as you think it is. So pump the brakes in that. Second thing I wanted to go to is I wanted to circle all the way back to what I was saying earlier. And it's like, uh, we discount people's uh testimonies and i think all of this 
it circles back to is it being a heart posture. So like when when I'm in the car blasting, I love Disney music. Unashamed, unashamed, love Disney music. When I'm blasting Disney music, and you know, there's something about the sunshine, baby. Right? I'm just starstruck, just blasting it in the car. Right? Yeah, Bailey's Bailey's about to clown me right now. <laughs> so is Noah. <laughs> but like, but uh, I'm I'm blasting Disney music, and I'm just I'm jamming out. Right? Sun is shining, windows down, just jamming. Right? There's no ulterior motive to that. It's just me bopping to a song that I think sounds good. There is no difference with that than there is to bopping out to some rap. Not at all. Now, Isn't that crazy to think about? It's just like you could pull up next to me. I could be playing, let's say, Lil Baby. And you could be playing, I don't know, the Mulan soundtrack. And there's no difference in the eyes of God of what that is because they're both secular. Right. Either one of and, them on or And secular doesn't mean sin. Yeah. Let's – Let's get that out there. Like that's so good. I, I this world is like made from humans. Like obviously God made the world, but we have have culturalized the world. Okay, we've we've and built a culture. We've built technology. Yeah, yeah. Everything is from man at this point in time in 2022. Everything is of man. Man is sin. Man fell into sin in the beginning. There's two of us what seven or eight billion of us now we are all sinners everything we do has sin in it so who are we to expect everything to be perfect right christian artists maybe their their music is good yeah but i can tell you right now they're sinning off the mic facts they're sinning off the mic so who are we to be like oh andy minio toby mac there's these great Christian rappers we like who, obsess over who, them. who like, they they stay in their box. They're these good Christian boys acting like they don't have their own struggles and their own temptations and their own sin, just like any any single one of us do. I do know what this is. We all have temptations. We all have sins, and it's just not in the spotlight. So let's stop, you know, overanalyzing everyone else's sin and you know this this whole secular. When in reality, it's just a word that means you know, not religious, right? Yeah. That, that's all that it means. It just doesn't doesn't directly honor God. That's all it means. And I, I feel like when people use it, I feel like we do it in a good way, but a lot of times when it's spoken in the church, it's used as a derogatory term and like a discriminatory term almost where it's like you're less than, not different, because I think we use it as a different term. It's like we're just different than you. And sometimes it's used in a context of, oh, it's less than, it's not good. When it's just different, and I feel like that's a huge distinction that needs to be made. Man, that's that's so good. And just to expand on the heart posture part, it's like look at Mike Todd's heart posture when he's trying to do his ransom play. His heart posture is not like how am I going to change these people's minds and merge the world with Christianity and make us more alike. No, his heart posture is I'm going to pull as many people in this church as I can. To bring them to Christ, I think it's very similar to Lecrae and what he did with and his that, music. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it's, what I was going to say. It's exactly what it is, is. Is they're expanding their ministry, and no one said it's worse. It's just different. Yeah, and we're not used to different sometimes. And you know what? Who are we to judge someone whose heart is after God? Now, I can't judge Mike Todd. I don't know what he does. All I can do is sit from afar, have my own opinion, and not worry about it. Because if his goal is to 
change lives for eternity, I'm on board with it. And like we've said before, it's not like Mike Todd sits in a room by himself and writes the play and he's like, yep, that's fire. Like, no, he's sitting in a room with like 10 pastors, not to mention the mentors that he goes to and says, this is my idea. What do you think about it? He submits that to people who have been in ministry longer than him. He says, submits it to his peers that have been around with him, growing with him. And to sit here and say that he's a false prophet, even though he's going through these channels to make sure that what he's doing has the right heart posture. Like it's ignorant to say that he's a false prophet in that way. Right. And and I do want to close out like my statement with this. I want to like, before I give it to Bailey, I've taken the mic back from Bailey twice now, by the way. Um, <laughs> this doesn't mean I condone and agree with every single thing Mike Todd does. Just like how Facts. I don't agree with every single thing that, you know, my pastors or my leaders say there's always going to be disagreements with everything and there's always going to be conflict with everything but like we said last week and week before it's about heart posture now you could argue some people do things for views and some people do things you know whatever but if his heart is in the right place who am i to speak on it and guess what i can't see his heart you can't see his heart the only person that sees his heart is god and that's the only person that matters that's the only person that matters, and that's I'm gonna leave the situation at that. That's so facts. I, ah, oh, man, it it frustrates me so much because the the narrative that the narrative that has been pushed so much by this ransom play has been like false prophet. He's trying to mislead people, all this stuff. When in reality, he's being the ultimate evangelist, and I and I get it. I get it that that trying to grab views, whatever, like. It's corny, it's weird, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But but we we cut up this thing of we're, we're like, man, he had a, a woman on the cross. Man, he had hellfire and brimstone everywhere. Like, look at what he's doing in his church. And then when you see the full context, he's showing that the worldly views that we have will align us with hell. However, aligning ourselves with things that are holy will bring us to heaven. So I have a couple things. Um, one, I refuse to give the mic back to Evan, but he did say something really good. People people are only seeing three minutes of a 45-hour minute show. So, like... 45-hour th- minute? No, like, you, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, for just taking things at face value and sitting there allowing your perception to be reality, which we just talked about, like, get off your high horse. Like, who do you think you are thinking you're better than somebody else because you're at home watching toy story to the example that noah gave me at breakfast this morning like who do you think you are thinking you're better because you're watching disney channel which by the way like i don't know if you've ever done your research walt disney was not that great of a guy if he would have gave his life do you think he still would have went to heaven absolutely so who do you think you are judging who do you think you are being a hypocrite who do you think you are being this stereotypical human like you are just as flawed as i am and you want to point mine out because it helps your insecurities with what you lack and to sit there and say that you're doing better than me because you're doing it differently is crazy and another thing evan said it's just different so many times and it just really hit home with me because like that's how i know it's god in my life Cause like, it just feels different. Like, you know, you know what the world feels like, you know what the world sounds like, you know what a storm sounds like, 
you know how loud it is you know what the way it hits you the way like it hurts but like when it's just different you should probably listen a little bit i mean like whenever people are talking do your research whenever people are sitting here doing this or that put it back to truth like actually give it your due diligence to actually know where people are at because i've i've had god speak to me through the b movie no joke i've talked i had a three-hour conversation with noah about it after we sat there and prayed about it in the car we we did so much like i had god talk to me through my dreams the b movie the bible music like god is everywhere we're in a spiritual world and we want to sit there and put him in a box the way that noah's been saying on almost every episode of this podcast so like who are you to put god in a box <laughs> I mean, i'm gonna take noah's line but who are you come on I, I think also just to start to wrap up on that who are you statement also who are you to define someone's service to god who are you to define what service looks like some people look at service as what are you doing on sunday to help the church service are you going to walk up to Chandler Moore and say, what are you doing on Sunday to help your church service? Are you going to walk up to Lecrae and say the same thing? No, because you know the impact that they're giving. Or are you going to walk up to someone who's doing ministry overseas and say, okay, but what are you doing for your home church? No, it's obvious what he's doing and his services outside of his home church. So who are you to define someone's spiritual gift and say, you need to be my greeter or you need to be my usher or you need to be my youth pastor at that we we want to push people into these positions and say you are going to be this and when they don't want to be that we borderline condemn them for that we're like oh you want to start your own podcast you don't want to help our church out oh you want to make your own music you don't want to do worship for us when in reality we should be empowering those people and saying Oh, you want to do a podcast? Let me pour into you so that you are spreading truth. Oh, you want to do music? Let me link you up with someone that I know that does music. Exactly. Exactly. That's a good influence that Evan said. But instead, we're like, oh, you don't want to do worship on my stage. Then maybe you should find a different home church. Uh, I'd just like to point out those comments sounded kind of pointed. Um, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. Just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> um, oh, you you derailed my train of thought real quick. Um, shoot, keep going, Noah. I just think, oh uh, man, I I can go on all day about the spiritual gift stuff because I think that spiritual spiritual gifts are so important and they're so widespread. Um, and we we see people's spiritual gifts, whether it's hospitality or it's pastorship, and we say, I want you to do that here. Instead of saying, where can you make the biggest impact? Yeah, the, so I remember what I was going to say. And it's something that I actually learned about in my Bible class this year. And with Christianity, and this has gone through civilization, and not just Christianity, but all most belief systems are set up in this way with what's inside the box and what's outside the box. So inside the box and then like what's taboo, if you will. And I feel like, you know, only this portion of like music only this portion of quote-unquote secular music is in this taboo area 
I don't know why we draw this, why everything is so black and white when it's in reality, everything is gray, everything is sin, and the only thing that can be white is Jesus. And Jesus is the only one that, Jesus is the only one that washes away the sin. So let's let's hop off our high horses with, with this conversation. But uh, the other thing I wanted to say was, oh, I lost it again. <laughs> Keep going, Noah. I'm sorry. No, so I'll, I'll build off of what you were saying that, like, Jesus is the only thing that washes away our sin, right? So, uh, man, like, for example, I my when I visualize the perfect, like, youth uh, or young adults ministry, I imagine something that literally young adults love as far as if it's pop music or playing pop music. It's like a party. We're having fun. And a pastor goes up there, gives a thought 10 minutes and you just have music playing in the background. And most of a uh, most of a young adults ministry is secular. And the point of a young adults ministry is not to beat people with the Bible is to build a godly community. But we get so obsessed with beating people with the Bible and saying, you need to know your scripture or you need to understand the virtues that we lose the fact that we just need to connect with people that are our peers that will correct us. That's really what we, we don't need a pastor saying it's not it's not youth ministry. It's not eighth you're in eighth grade. We're going to youth camp. No, it's not that anymore. We've we've grown up from that. It's community. It's about finding peers that are going to hold you accountable. And we lose that. We lose sight of that because we try to figure out what's acceptable. We're like, oh, I can't play Drake, Drake in the church. I can't play Kanye in the church. We have to play worship music. We have to play gospel music. We cannot play music that is, quote unquote, not acceptable for church. But it's our worldly view of church. We don't realize that church was not a place church is a lifestyle i did remember what i wanted to touch on so i'm going to rewind a little bit so it's kind of not quite straying away from your topic but it's a little bit just because i wanted to finish what i was going to say and then i'll hand the mic over to bailey before we wrap up but um when it comes to like secular music and you know testimonies and stuff we have to realize you know i grew up in a christian household so i was taught you know swearing is not good and you know drugs are not good right killing is not good sex outside of marriage is a no-no right so when you hear all these rappers talking about it you have to realize they didn't grow up in my household they didn't grow up with these standards and they didn't grow up with those guidelines so they didn't have that oh it's all this that it's all bad it's all taboo right they don't care for any of that it's that's they're in a different box if you will and you have to understand these rappers that's their job they didn't grow up Christian, so they don't they don't have this predisposition of, oh, this word is bad. Oh, this idea is bad. It's just there, and it makes me money, so that's my job, right? And we all have jobs, and we separate our job from our church. That doesn't mean our faith is wavering when we're at work. It just means it's a different place. So why why are we shunning somebody for doing their job this is what they grew up oh, doing man. this is what they this is what they make money and this was their passion growing up dare i say this is their god-given talent oh but let's not man let, let's not go there i, I don't want to cut you off but man what you're going to school for if it is not biblical biblical studies is secular what you're going to work for if it is not in the church is secular however we pray over you to have success in your workplace. Can I say something? Yeah, yeah. Guess what? God can call you to do something that's 
I don't want to use the word secular, but God can call you to do something that's not in the church. Well, God, God can right. call you to a secular place right. to shine the light and spread the truth. God can call you to go do, you know, basketball refing. God can call you to go do gaming and animation, which is a huge, huge field right now that has a lot of darkness is the word I will use. Yeah. Um, God can call you anywhere. And it's... I don't want it. Here's the word. It's different. It's, it's different, different when you're called and when you have the heart posture. I'll leave it at that. I think it's, I, man. So the, the, the words are jumbled in my head, but I want to tie back to Mike Todd because Mike Todd did not choose what he did on Easter. Mike Todd was called to portray Easter. And I get it that he didn't preach the word. I get it that he did not say, like this is this is what happened on Easter Sunday, but as a pastor, right, you do not pick and choose what you preach about. You do not pick and choose like what agenda you're pushing that day. At least for the most part, if you're a God honoring pastor, that's what you do. And Mike Cho- Mike Todd was called to portray Easter in a way that would catch people's eye, that would be all over social media. Honestly, probably to be controversial because that is his role. He's a huge, I won't even, I won't even say Christian uh, influencer because that puts a dampen on it. He's a huge influencer in general because people who aren't Christian are watching him. And God called him to that. God called him to be a light in a dark place because social media has become this huge place of darkness where we compare ourselves to other people or we lust over people, or we envy what they have. And Mike Todd has been called to be a huge influencer and speak the truth in a way that is receptive to people who do not believe. And as Christians, we sit and we say, that's not gospel. So I'm going to, I have a few different things to say, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay them all out, and then I'm going to tie them all together. So if you're a God-honoring person, not just pastor. You're listening for where God is putting, like putting you. Yeah. Because if you're a God honoring pastor, you didn't choose that job. It chose you. God chose you for that job. That's one. I think the second one that I have is the church is so quick to try and have you serve them, but you have to make sure that you know you don't serve the church. You serve God. Yeah. And it's it's a big trend and, like, big thing to do right now that's super popular to make fun of uh, people that go, I don't have a religion. I have a relationship. It's, it's, like, everywhere over social media to make fun of that. But, like, you have to make sure that that's the truth. Like, you don't have a religion. You have a relationship. Because people with religions don't make it to heaven. People with relationships make it to heaven. People that actually accepted Christ into their heart not just accepted him into their daily schedule. So that's another thing. And the third thing I have is, man, I just had it, and it was tying into what you just said, Noah. Um, Here, everyone. everyone. Well, uh, well, Bailey, thanks, and we got to wrap this up soon. But I wanted to touch on what you said with the whole relationship religion thing. I think it's very similar, and I'm sure everyone has heard this. All poo-poo time 
is pee pee time, but not all pee pee time is poo poo time. And what do I <laughs> what do I mean by that? Yo. You can have a relationship while being a part of a religion. You can be in a religion and not have a relationship with Christ. Yeah, that was a, that was a really good analogy, but at the same time, it was so weird. <laughs> I like I, I I make the links in my head, but at the same time, just the analogy you can, is so good. You can go to church and know the Bible without accepting Christ and and having a relationship with Him, and call it you know your religion. But there are a lot of people who maybe don't go to church, but do read their Bible and do have an actual relationship with Christ. And now I'm not saying that's the way to go about it, but I can tell you right now. Who am I to judge your relationship with God? Because I can't. I can't. That's what I'm going to say about that. Yeah, he's the only one that can judge it. Like like you said earlier, he's the only one that can see your heart. So, like, that's why when they say salvation prayer, they say confess it with your mouth and believe it in your heart. Because we we can't determine whether or not you believe it in your heart. All we can do is hear you say it. But God can see if you accept it into your heart. God can see if you believe it. Absolutely. All right, so I remember the last thing. So first thing is uh, know where God is calling you because God is going to call you, not the church. Second thing is the church <laughs> church is going to try and call you either way, and you still have to know where God is calling you um, because God doesn't <laughs> – you and the world don't choose where you end up. If you're a God, uh, godly person and you're trying to have a godly relationship, God will tell you where you're supposed to end up. And the third thing is – um, being different isn't always the worst thing because look at Peter, look at Samson, look at, I always forget their names, but the man that married the prostitute and God called him to, I mean, oh man, I know his wife's name, Gomer, right? His wife's name is Gomer. I'm trying to remember his name. I can never remember their names, but like being different isn't always the worst thing. And sometimes God calls you to be different and how I'm going to wrap or how I'm going to tie it all together is Mike Todd didn't choose pastorship he chose to be a producer i would say mike todd wanted to be a music producer he was amazing at it like he He still does it he had like he had a serious opportunity to make crazy money though and god said this is where i need you and he went um the same as god didn't or not god mike todd didn't let the church tell him where he was going to be he let god tell him where he was going to be so he had to follow God in order to make it to where he is now to actually be the disruptor that he is so that he could bring people to him the way that nobody else can. And that's why he's in that position. And then the third thing is that ties into it that God is going to use him in the background in ways that we can't even fathom right now. And we're sitting here trying to understand it on our minds and in our eyes whenever you're not going to be able to. Because look at how many people, including the other disciples, looked at Peter crazy whenever he did or said anything. So, like, you have to sit there and realize that, I'll say it again, your perception doesn't matter. So you really have to take a step back, take a few breaths, and actually let God tell you where you're supposed to be and allow him to actually speak into your life, allow him to speak into your mind and heart, most importantly, in order to actually know where you're supposed to be, where your conviction is leading you, and what you're supposed to be doing at that time. Not the church, not your own, uh, not your own 
like want in humanity flesh and not anything else is speaking into you like family friends or anything else because if it's not coming from god it's coming from the devil yeah so spiritual warfare and there's two sides so you gotta pick one and just because you watch toy story buzz Lightyear, uh whatever doesn't mean that you're following god and it doesn't mean that you're following god any more than somebody that's watching shameless or watching whatever so you should really reevaluate the way that you're looking at other people and where your heart posture is the way Evan says every time because this is super important yeah I think it's so important to have self-awareness of if you're judging someone you're not loving them so uh, us as Christians looking at Mike Todd and saying man I can't believe you said that there's, there's one thing to have accountability for someone there's one thing to say I don't think you should have did that there's one thing to say uh, this is what how I would have handled it. There's one thing to say, uh, I hope that your heart posture was in the right place. There's a whole other thing when you say or accuse people of doing whatever they're doing. You can't love someone while you're judging them. And B, to tie, tie into what I just said, you have to recognize what you're doing. Um, and recognize where the enemy's fueling that. Because the enemy wants you to be divided. The enemy wants you to disagree with your fellow Christian next to you. He wants you to build walls up. That's why there's, at least in my mind, there's so many denominations because the the enemy was able to uh, stick himself into a fracture in a wall, let's, let's say that, and then break down that wall so much that it finally snapped, and there was a denomination. Boom. And then again, and then again, and then again. And that's why there's a huge... Huge, huge, huge amount of people that are Christian, but the denominations are so widespread because the devil is able to stick himself in and divide the Christians. I got two things before we wrap up here, and that'll be it. Uh, the first thing is, like, look at look at Paul. Look at Saul before he was Paul. Mm. And look at all these rappers before they turned Christian. Jesus qualifies the unqualified. And now I'm All not right. I'm not saying that Kanye is a prophet. I'm not. And I'm not saying all these people are perfect. I'm not saying Mike Todd is perfect. What I'm saying is Jesus can take anybody from any background, from any stage in life, and turn them into a world changer. Paul was someone who killed Christians and persecuted Christians, and he was the worst of the worst. He said, if there is, you know, out of all of you, I am the worst. And God used me. So be careful with who you judge. Secondly, with the Mike Todd thing, you can comment all you want. We can have our conversations about if Mike Todd is a, is a false prophet or not. And I can tell you now, I'm not the biggest fan of Mike Todd at all. Noah loves him. I don't hate him. I don't love him. I don't, I've got my, I think he's you got some good things him. to say. He's got some bad things to say. But um, here's what I will say is, is he's got anything you can say. He's got people in his circle telling him. He's got people giving him both sides of the story. So all of these conversations we're having, he's got people in his ear. He's got people saying, hey, well, I think it could have been perceived this way and it could have been perceived that way. And he's having those conversations. So, you know, put your Twitter fingers away. Have your conversations if you want, but it's not that big of a deal. I think he loves God and that's all that matters. Man, that's that's so good. I I keep saying facts and like, 
valid. It's like my way of saying amen without saying amen. But man, that was that was so good. That um, Twitter fingers. That's so funny. But the things that you're commenting are just like I like you said. I promise you, there's people that are approaching Mike Todd in his inner circle that are saying this is like or the whole accountable. Yeah. like he's being held accountable. Oh, yeah. I promise you. And, I promise you. Yeah, and if it was that outrageous. Um, he answers to someone higher than just his executive staff. There's a community of pastors that, uh, that at least I know transformation church falls under that. Like if he were to do something that outrageous, they would ask him to step down and find uh, a successor. And he'd be very honest about it because that's just the way that pastorship works. Um, but in wrapping up, I, I think that, uh, man, today we had so many good conversations today. Um, we talked about, you know, celebrity. We just talked about culture in general. I think that's so cool to to just talk about the celebrity culture. And I think in this, this day and age, we we're, we're finding out that um, a lot of people are either jumping ship or jumping on the ship for Christianity. And I think it's really cool to just talk about the celebrity side of it. Um and to add to that real quick, you know, it's always preached in church, like when you're in, when you, when you're in youth group and stuff and that youth camp, you can't be a lukewarm Christian. You there's no being on the fence with Christ. It's if you're not with me, you are against me. Mm. And that's it. Facts. So with that, um, I'll let Evan have the parting shot on that. And I'll just say uh, thank you guys for wa- watch or not watching. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, following, sharing, uh, everything y'all do. Uh, I love it. I love the fee- the feedback. TikTok coming soon. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get some uh, some cameras in here. We're gonna start doing some TikTok stuff. So that'll be fun. And uh, and like I said, just keep tuning in. We're we're gonna keep posting. We're gonna try to be uh, consistent about it. And man, do your own research. I know that we we've said it a couple times, but recognize our heart posture and recognize that everything that we say might not be truth. Uh, but recognize our heart posture and do your own research. And if you have any questions, leave the feedback. But without further ado, we're kicking off our shoes, putting the slides on, and we're out.